like a blow. That is that is the second unprompted blick a blow in a row. I'm very excited about this development. Well, I mean, I think I spent the last 30 minutes trying to fix shit, so I thought I'd skip the the anticipation of the That's uh, true. Event. That's true. I, I appreciate it also because, you know, now I don't know how much of... Or now I know exactly when we're recording as opposed to, you know, 45 minutes. I'm like, have we started yet? Anyway, um, it was a weird week. Uh across the board like not just in our league but in every league i'm in it was just a weird scoring week for yeah people. i'm gonna let you uh finish that but i'm gonna break in to say some some we have to talk about it man we have to we have to drop what we're doing and discuss this madness who in the hell saw this coming uh i you're I really gonna have to be more specific there, it's been kind of a day today there, we're recording this on so many things we're recording this on Tuesday the 9th, by the way. So in case anything else happens, uh, <laughs> we're not responsible for covering it. I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about our week or the victories or losses or any of that. I'm not, talk, I'm not even talking about the Raiders quarterback who threatened to kill people with the multiple automatic weapons that are illegal as shit to own. I'm talking about the once and future vax, unvaxxed king himself. How have we not just, how did we not start with that? How did this episode not open up with what the fuck is wrong with Aaron Rodgers? I think that's mostly because we've had almost a full week to digest it. And honestly, I've almost forgotten about it. Because, you know, news media. I, I also, I did kind of spam the sleeper chat for a solid hour there with this stuff. I mean, he talked for 45 minutes and it at no point got better for him like if his i assume his publicist quit then whatever like emergency backup publicist they had on retainer just like jumped in front of a train i don't know like that i've never seen someone tank their public persona the way that that aaron Rodgers did in in that amount of time i mean you saw the most recent thing right which thing that he's not apologizing and he feels like he's being crucified yes where he's up he's upset that people are coming after him as hard as they are after he came out and said that to which my like my immediate response is did you not watch cole beasley like three weeks ago i mean i know cole beasley's not in the same tier as god king rogers thinks he is but did you not watch the fallout from that and go, hmm, 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 hmm. Maybe I'm on the wrong side of this. Pat McAfee having to physically cover up a laugh is still my favorite thing about that entire interview. Well, well that and his close personal friend, Dr. Joe Rogan, giving him <laughs> medical advice. I just don't understand. How does somebody look at Joe Rogan and go, that guy, that guy knows more than the guy that I pay to do all of my health stuffs how how does that guy get ranked above the doctor like and i'm this is beyond aaron Rodgers now this is a legit question how do people look at fucking joe rogan and go that's my doctor does he have a medical degree no but that's my doctor i'm not sure he could spell doctor that's my doctor no i honestly feel like aaron Rodgers, uh, you're an idiot get your shots (laughs) <laughs> I, he's not going to like straight up he's not going to and the newest development tonight was i think that what the packers got fined 300 grand and uh he aaron Rodgers, and i i think alan lazard each got fined like 15 grand or something like that oh boo hoo right it, i mean it's nonsense but i i think it should be more i because i the the not talked about at least that I've seen part really is like just the, you know, the, the Packers being fully aware that he's not mm. vaccinated and not making him wear a mask in, in press conferences or around, you know, on the sidelines in front of other players and stuff. It's kind of like, what? so there are special rules for Aaron Rodgers now. Is that, is that just what we're doing? No, I'm dead serious. If I'm, if I'm CD lamb, I'm fuming 
Let me get this straight. Y'all motherfuckers find me 45 grand for not tucking in my shirt. And this dude not getting a medically proven vaccine that you require us to have or else, you know, other like things we have to do. He gets away with that for 15 G. That's it. You're telling me that a shirt being untucked is three times more uh, detrimental to the league than this dude being unvaccinated walking around in media days? I mean, let's be real. Aaron Rodgers has always gotten special privileges in the NFL. Oh, we were going to get into privileges, but because we still have the Bears game to talk about. As a preview, you think Marsh is pissed right about now when he's looking at his fine? Going serious? Are you fucking serious? Did did he get fined for that? He will. He's he has. Yeah. He has to. He he came out in the press game and ripped ref. Oh well, that sure he might get fined for that. He shouldn't get fined for the non-existent taunting call he was called for. But, but he was standing there, threateningly with his arms down at his sides. I felt taunted. <laughs> I like Tomlin to answer that. That no, that's completely justified. We have to clean up the game. We have to clean up the game from all this taunting. How how many seasons did he put up with Antonio Brown before they let him go? Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, James Harrison. I mean, attempted murder. That's all right. Taunting. That's the line. See now, had they at least come out because he did that whole like roundhouse kick thing right after he did the sack. And if they had come out and been like, oh, that was taunting, I'd be like, that's a stretch, but fine. Calling it on him staring at the bench from the middle of the football field, just garbage. Utter garbage. I mean, yes, 100%. And I think after that, what we're probably most likely to see is every player being like, all right, well, if standing and looking is taunting then well i'm just gonna go 150 percent in the other direction and i'm gonna put my balls on someone <laughs> just like right after a sack just like whap, there they are boom sack tap what are you gonna do is it taunting sure is i'm gonna do it again uh, I'm just waiting for any of the Pittsburgh Steelers to do anything morally questionable on the football field. Like, they get up from a sack and don't immediately walk away. Hey. Well, hey. 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 Don't do that. I mean, I heard the Steelers might go after Odell, which would just be perfect for that. We talked about this. Why? I mean, I don't, I don't know why. I just I, know that I read it today. You know what I'm really sad about? I'm really sad that the New York Giants didn't put in a claim. That shit would have been hilarious. It would have been funny. I would have loved every second of that. I mean, I, I, I told Tom this. I'm upset that the Lions didn't do it. Yeah, but he was very clearly saying that he was not going to go play somewhere that essentially wasn't a contender. So... Yeah, you think the Lions have like so few issues that some locker room disputes is going to wreck their season. My he's he was saying he wasn't going to show up though. So they can put the claim in all they want, he's not going to go. I do it for the entertainment value alone. He doesn't show up, that's more entertainment for me. I mean, you're not wrong. I don't I don't hate the idea. <laughs> Remember that one time that Odell Beckham pissed off the Giants so bad they went fine, fine, fine. We're gonna trade you. We'll trade you. Fine. It's the fucking Browns. Get the fuck out. When the Browns were the worst team in NFL. Loved it. Yeah, and then they kind of quickly became one of the better teams in the NFL. How many rings do they have in that span? Well, I mean, none in that span. How many do the Giants have in that span? I mean, the, the best zero. part, the ultimate best part about it is that they traded him to the Browns, and the Browns were and are actively 
better when he is not on the field. Like that is true. It's not even close. He actively hurts that team. Which is bizarre to me. I don't really understand it, but there we are. Odell said that the Packers are first on his list, but the thing I just saw right before we started recording um, was that the Patriots are going in heavy after him. Oh, of course. And uh, they're they're on his list of teams as well. And you know why the the Patriots are going in after him hard? Because I looked at this the other day, and it makes no sense. They're only one game back in the division. How? I mean, How it's not a great shit? division. How in the shit are the Bills five and three? Because they somehow lost to the Jaguars. I... Blows my mind. Which kind of gets back to my point at the top of the show, which was this is a weird fucking week. And I think that kind of encapsulates the entire thing. The Jacksonville Jaguars beat the Buffalo Bills, who I think are a lot of people's Super Bowl pick. They are mine. That said, last season, the Chicago football Bears beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which also makes no sense. Granted, I guess the Bears technically made the playoffs, but, like, who's really counting that? But also, that was, like, game two or three of the season and yes. so the bucks were not the bucks yet if True. i if i if i may are you comparing the chicago bears football team to the jacksonville jaguars yes that's correct tom how do you feel about that as a bears fan i think it's a great comparison they both have shitty coaches which therefore is translating to them having shitty seasons and potentially ruining ruining star quarterbacks. I know you wanted me to. I know you wanted me to fight him on it, but you you don't understand. This is just where we're at. This is this is how Bears, far we, we as Bears fans have come. Bears fans are so fucking weird. I don't know any football team or any any fan base that wants to be compared to the Jacksonville Jaguars in any way, shape, or form. No matter how bad their team is, because oh, I don't. You may I don't be like bad. It. Yeah, I'm not you may happy be bad, about it. But you're not that bad. It's almost being like it's almost like being compared to the Lions at this point. I mean, I know we're bad, but we're not Lions bad. I mean, if you think about it, though, it's a pretty apt comparison, right? The Bears have a solid quarterback. The Bears have a really good running game. Uh, you can say the same things about the Jacksonville Jaguars. The coaching sucks. The coaching's terrible. And it doesn't See, I guess, make sense. I, 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 think, I think the Jacksonville from... Jaguars are in a worse position than the Bears in terms of like coaching and just generally how the team is run, but the Bears are not that far behind well, you know it's like a say that 1a the, 1b 1 2 type thing yeah i was gonna say maybe i was looking at this from a long-term perspective but i think long-term y'all are about the same spot as they are as well jesus god the bears are bad yes yes i think if they figure out that they need to let Nagy go which they've needed to do and they make the right hire, which I don't trust them to do, then it shouldn't be that hard of a fix. But with our cap situation, it's it's good. It's, it's gonna be. It's gonna I be would rough. like. I would like to admit my statement. Y'all sound exactly like Jacksonville fans. We got some fantasy stuff to talk about. Where do we want to pick that up this week? I mean, I think. I feel like fantasy was as weird as the actual NFL was this year. I mean, I was talking to yep. Clyde about this earlier. I don't, I didn't go through and average out all the scores of the first nine weeks, but I feel like this is probably the lowest average scoring week for the season. It, it, it it's, it's pretty bad. It, it was a rough, rough week for just. It, it was weird, right? Just things happening that don't make sense. Players performing in ways that don't make sense. I'm going to start with my matchup because James Conner got 40 points. If you tell me you saw that coming, if anyone tells me they saw that coming, 
I'm going to call them a liar and kick them in the nuts. Like, uh-uh. Nobody saw that coming. I'm going to ask them for the winning lottery numbers. Yeah, that too. Um, it's it's just shit like that that is absurd. Congratulations on your win, Dan. I did enjoy the first part of the day before the game started, and we were trash-talking the shit out of each other. That was fun for me. The rest of it was not, and I hate you. And fuck you, Dan. I love you, Dan, but fuck you. Sorry, I'm just I'm 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 looking at your matchup and it's just it's brutal. Yeah, it wasn't good. And what makes me feel better about it is even if I had played everyone that got the most point, if I had played my optimal lineup, I still would have lost to Dan. Still would have beat me by I think a point. So it works out well for me. That is true. Yeah, because I was just looking at it. You had Heinz, uh, Mooney, and Kittle all on your bench with 20 points apiece. But that still puts you about three three to four points shy. Yeah, Heinz Heinz and Mooney don't bother me as much because, let's be honest, they're not making the the starting roster. Like, I would have had to have been a wizard to make those calls. Right. Kittle... I, I had him in. I took him out because uh, that whole pitch count nonsense before the game. And what I failed to remember was that this is a Kyle Shanahan pitch count. Um, so that just means nothing. He, he gets he gets every single target. That's what a Kyle Shanahan. Either that or he gets zero targets and doesn't actually play in the game. Those are the Kyle Shanahan options, um, which is kind of why I took him out. But I uh, should have left him in. What a, well, we are on Dan. Yeah, so Dan had things happen. Uh, like I said, James Conner got 40 points. I don't know. I'm not looking at it. Tom, what else happened for Dan? I mean, Chubb put up 30 points for him. Justin ah, yes. Jefferson, you know, 17. Robert Woods, 17. Chubb's got Bot. COVID. I was going to say, freshly, yeah. freshly COVID-edited Nick Chubb. Chubby's got the COVID. Uh, Dan also had Chris Boswell, who as a kicker, put up 17 points, which we all know Mike loves. I will start a separate podcast called Fuck Kickers, and I will have NFL kickers on that podcast, and I will just tell them to fuck off, and that will be the whole podcast. <laughs> I want you to somehow screw up and invite uh, uh, Tucker to the first episode. It's just the Kickers podcast. Man, I can't, I can't wait to get started. I love kicking. Fuck you. Fuck you and Fuck everybody you, Justin you know. Tucker. <laughs> Fuck you. You're fucking bad. You have no place in fantasy football. Fuck you, Justin Tucker. You're legally obligated not to mention anything that we talk about on this podcast to any of your kicker friends. Next week, we have <laughs> we have Tyler Bass. <laughs> Just make him sign a non-disclosure agreement. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Fuck kickers. And, uh episodes coming soon we need to patent that shit before it gets <laughs> next week on the pat mcafee show the fuck you kept kicker episode <laughs> now that we're done with that matchup we were looking at tom beating the shite out of carlos i mean i don't know if you could say i beat the shite out of him um i mean i'm not sure why you would him. that's just Weird. Yeah, shit's better. Just got I beat, I beat the shit out of I beat the shit out of Cesar. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I guess we just have different definitions of how bad beating the shit out of somebody is, Clyde. In, in comparison, in comparison of mine and Carlos's matchup to yours and Caesar's, yes, I beat the shit out of Carlos. But I mean, he was within thirty points ish. And it's not like I scored 270 this week, so. Yeah, you can only play me once in a week season. No more of that shit. I mean, I'm going to see you in the playoffs. It's going to happen. That's a bold statement that I'm making in the playoffs. I'm still not sold on that. The fact that my team is in fourth is a fluke. That That is, that's fair. I'm sure we'll do a standings recap at the end of our review here, but. Uh, no, I, th I mean, Carlos put up a good fight, uh, all things considered. 
given the the weird week that it was. Dalvin Cook let him down. Carter let him down. Brandon Ayuk put up massive points for Brandon Ayuk, which is awesome. I only say that because I have him in our dynasty league, and I was really happy about that. Oh, it absolutely is, and I wish I could bench Brandon Ayuk in that league, but I just can't because I don't have any other receivers. I thought you were going to say because you couldn't, you just couldn't quit him. No, no, I absolutely could if I had another receiver. And now that Deshaun Jackson is going to the Vegas Raiders, I might. But that's a different league and a different podcast. I mean, all in all, I feel like Carlos's team put up good points compared to their projection. Um, he just fell a little short. I don't really have anything else to say about that. Josh Allen, love that guy. Mike, remember when you were like, ooh, I like that pick as I picked him in the draft? I was like, yeah, I know. This is why. Super happy about that one. There's there's one other thing I want to say about my matchup. And it's not so much about my matchup as it is about my team. Um, and this is mostly for Clyde. So Soak Up, my kicker of the season so far, uh, was on bye. So I had to pick up somebody else. I went with the one and only Honey Badger. Do you recall what you said early on? I'm sorry. Is it Money Badger? Money Badger. Money Badger. My apologies. Do, do you want to... Early on in our episodes, I do believe you made a comment about Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Chargers it's, kickers. It's 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 the truth that never stops. Chargers kickers will be infinitely better on the team after the Chargers. So I kinda took that advice to heart when I saw that he was available. Granted they were also playing the Jets, so that kinda made it easy too. He has not missed since he joined the Colts. Um, all this is to say that I dropped Soak Up today and decided I'm just going to take your advice and I'm going to roll with, with Money Badger. So they're they're actually having conversations in Indianapolis on which one to roll with long term. And I cannot, I, I cannot explain to you how much I hate this whole scenario. I hate everything about this. I It's going to happen. He's going to be all pro next year. And I'm going to have to look at Koo and Badgley on either side of the all-pro team and go, mother, hate everybody. I do feel like, as much as I do like Rodrigo Blankenship, that if Badgley can get his accuracy down, he has the bigger leg. Rodrigo is super accurate, but he just doesn't have the distance. Like if I remember correctly, last year they didn't even attempt kicks outside of like forty to forty-two or three yards because he just didn't have the leg to get it there. Honestly, that's the argument they're making on keeping Badgley. I, I think that's the exact argument. Really? Either I, way, I, Rodrigo be... is on on my IR. So if they do cut him, I have Rodrigo. Either way, I, I figure I'm set. So. Yeah, no, I, 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 I refuse to read much more about this subject because every time I do, I get irrationally angry. Uh, irrationally angry. And, like, I want to throw stuff at things, but I don't want to break stuff. Again. We, there, uh, so, when I was living in Minnesota, there was a thing that was pretty common amongst the Viking households. And it was a foam brick. And the Vikings gave out said foam bricks at a game at one point, I believe, and it's just become a thing that they all have. So when they get angry at their TVs while the Vikings are doing Vikings things, they can throw the foam brick at the TV and not break the TV. I, I swear to God, that is the most ingenious thing I've ever heard because holy fuck. I want to do it's that all of the time with everything. So Clyde will be ordering a case of foam bricks to your home. Enjoy that. I'll be the first person to actually break a TV with a foam brick. At, had I had it during the World Series, it would have happened. I would have broken. I would have broken that upstairs TV. With, I, after Game Five, I wanted to throw shit at everything. Anyway, uh, so you won. I did. Uh, we could. We could really. We could talk about Eddie's team, but. 
I think we no, cur- I think, I, the, I think, I think we collectively cursed his team. I you know I I feel maybe slightly a little bit not so much bad about that. That we cursed his team. That well I'm you know I feel. Um... See here's where I am on this matchup. I'm not sure that I want to talk about Ty or not Tyler. Eddie's team being cursed, or Matt's team being an actual contender? Question mark. I'm going to chalk all of this up to the weird week of the NFL and that things will go back to more normal next week. Eddie's team will go back to being a real team and Matt's team will go back to being terrible. Real question. Does he have anybody on his offensive side that he drafted? Matt? Yeah. He didn't have Herbert. He didn't have Jones. He didn't have Mitchell. Maybe Harris. He didn't have. No, Chanel. I think he picked, he picked up Harris. He didn't have Harris. He didn't have. He Chanel. drafted. He did he have drafted Julio Jones. Jones. Drafted Jones. But he picked up Dev, uh, Booker and Schultz. Speaking speaking of Julio Jones, in this week. So where does that put the bet? Uh, the last one was at five, so now he's at six. As in, he has played six games. Yes. So four more, yes. and you win. These is correct. That's cool. Um, I also feel obligated and really, I mean, obligation. I'm just gonna fucking do it, Matt. You're back from your honeymoon. Where's my fucking beer? I will give him 24 hours after this episode drops before I start her, like spamming the chat with Matt. Where's my beer stuff? I mean, you might have to give it a little bit longer. No, he's caught up. Matt is officially caught up on episodes. He said, and I quote, the podcast is a lot easier to listen to when you win. (laughs) Matt, your team still sucks. Actually, it doesn't. I'm kind of jealous of your team. Give me half your team. He did give me half his team. It has not gone well for me. (laughs) (laughs) So far, Saquon is still hurt. Claypool might be done for the season. Uh, Kittle's okay for now. And Michael Thomas is dead forever. So that's that trade for me. Have they said he's not coming back this year? Michael Thomas? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize it. I didn't realize it was indefinite for the year. I knew it was still, like, getting pushed back. I didn't realize he was done for the year. I'm not sure the team did. I'm pretty sure Michael Thomas came out and said he's done for the year. Correct. Oh. Like when he, is his contract up? After next year, I believe. I said, do you think maybe he just wants out? Yes. I would, too. See, this goes back to something we were discussing way earlier in the season. It, the, the relationship between him and the ownership is just fucked. It's just fucked. Granted, I think him and the relationship between him and the team is fucked, too. So, Michael Thomas is just fucked. How about that? I agree. Fuck Michael Thomas. Fuck Michael Thomas more than Dan. That's where I land on that. I don't know if I'd go that far. You didn't trade for him. That was my dumb decision. That's fair. But I said it when I made the trade. It's all risk for me. Speaking of trades, well, I guess we'll, we'll briefly pivot to trades. Clyde, how's that trade with Joe working out for you? Which one? Because I have two. Right, the the big one. Devontae Adams got 11 points this week. Uh, David Montgomery got 10 points this week. And I think those are the only two t- players in that trade that are actively playing. So, Mike Williams even? played. Oh, yeah, he did. Did he, though? I mean, I'm I'm led to believe he was on the field. God, this trade makes me want to cry. This is not what either one of us signed up for. On the other hand, if you add in Kenyon Drake to that trade, it looks a lot better for me. Because Kenyon got 16 and I traded away somebody that's not even in the league anymore. Who is that? Tony Scott? No, Tony Jones. Jones. Tony Jones. Tony Jones! 
So we should probably talk about that Eddie Matt matchup. Eddie I mean, would good. stop fucking with his goddamn microphone. I'm not even fucking with it. I'm not even touching it. You're touching the cord. Comes through. <laughs> stop touching shit. Just wear a straitjacket for all future recordings. Hands up. My hands are up. <laughs> touching nothing. Now hold it for the remainder of our recording. Ooh, we can you know, make bets. How long will Clyde last with his arms straight up? In the, okay, we're <laughs> done. I couldn't even video that. I was going to say, is it the end of this sentence or this sentence? So, looking at the Eddie-Matt matchup, I, I don't think there's anything really worth talking about on Eddie's team. They did bad. I don't think there's anything he could have done to do better. I think he started the right players, and I think they all just failed him. Whereas As Matt... this week has gone. Correct. Matt, again, like, he did fine. Like, he didn't do great. His team showed up. Most of them got close to... I mean, he had a good... Like, he, you know... I don't know what his original projection was, but I imagine it's not far off of where he finished. Um, I think it's worth pointing out that he had two IDP players that both went for over for 17 or more points, which is pretty awesome. I feel like switching to sleeper has really upped the value of our IDPs, and I love it. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, Matt, Matt's defense has been great this whole season. And to his Clyde's point, yeah, he just traded. He traded for a shiny new offense, and uh, here we are. He Matt's team two point No, I know. That's what I'm. Stacked. That's what I'm saying. His defense is stacked, so he just got a brand new offense, and here we are. He's won two in a row. Maybe three in a row. We'll see what happens this week. More on that in a oh, little bit. God. Oh God, I don't want to talk about it. Speaking of my team, I beat Cesar. It's the first time I've been able to say I beat anybody in three weeks. By slightly less than four points. Hey, a win is a win is a win. I beat the hell no, out I, of Cesar's at, team. At this point in the league, yeah, a win is very much a win. A very and we can thank, win. We can thank two things for this win. One, Cesar not realizing DeAndre Hopkins was out until after the first set of games. Two, three things. Uh, him starting Charlie Rogers, Charles Rogers, Chester Rogers, who got a grand whopping point four four points, and two, Micah Parsons, balling out with nineteen and a half points. What up? Yeah, and you even you even missed Harrison Smith being popped onto the COVID list there that morning. Yeah, I did not see that until too late. I was pissed. Because that would have said, because I had to drop somebody to pick up Calvin Ridley, and so I dropped Rap to pick up Ridley, and then had to jump in and get uh, Amari Jackson. Amari, uh, Dory, Dory Jackson. I don't like it. But yeah, I beat Cesar, so the world is right again, and I'm back in fourth place. Woo! Now, what makes the world more right? You winning or Caesar losing? Yes. There is you. That's not an option. Yes, feels which, like an option. Which one makes the world more right? Me winning. My team's not supposed to suck. It's supposed to get to just good enough to lose in the championship. Who do you think that's going to be to this year? Mike. It's always to Mike. I hate it, but it's always Mike. The this only year it's Joe. It's, it's definitely it Joe Mike. this year. The only time it wasn't Mike, it was Gabby. I, I'm offended I'm by both of you. But maybe it'll be me. I don't know. We'll do a standings <laughs> recap in a little bit. <laughs> At this point, it'll be Matt. At the rate he's going? Sure. As much shit as I've talked about Matt's team over the course of the last umpteen weeks, it'll be Matt. <laughs> that would kind of... Even, Tom Tom can't even deny this. That would, that would be awesome. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, I, I was I was distracted by a text message. What would be awesome if uh, uh, 
that was the team to make me the tear cut or the tear drop this year. Oh, that th- there would be After. no better there would be no better ending to this uh uh dramatic season than to you than you losing by a Clyde to Matt for oh. the belt. Oh, let's be very clear here. If I lose by a Clyde to get the teardrop, I'm breaking everything I get my hands on. It doesn't Has matter. Has that not happened? What? No. Haven't you? Does that never happen, really? Huh. I've never lost you by just... a Clyde in the championship. No, God, no. So, on the Caesars team front, I am aware of where he is in the standings, and I, I just... I think we talked about it last week. I I don't I don't know what he's gonna do at running back. I still don't I still don't know what his plan is there. It happened two weeks earlier than I thought it was going to. I thought it was gonna be after their bye week where he had to make a choice. I I did too. I thought he had a little bit, but he is, as they say, fucked. Honestly, like the reason he lost is because they brought back David Montgomery this week. That is yeah. that and his inability to realize that Hopkins was out cost him a win. Yes. I'm I'm disappointed in, in him on that front. Like I get that he was out of town doing things, but also like, come on, dude. And to my to my point of sleeper, him losing or uh David Montgomery starting and him not taking out Hopkins. Put him squarely in the danger zone. Danger zone! Is that it? We didn't talk about Eric. Who did he play right. this week? It had to be Joe. Oh, yeah. Eric That's... versus Joe. Yeah. There's a reason I forgot about that matchup. Was it bad? It was bad. Was it real bad? real bad was it like so joe got mccaffrey back all right which he shouldn't have started i mean he got 14 points Here's which point is you have mccaffrey you don't fine. not start him you start mccaffrey i don't know it's mccaffrey i mean here's I mean, the thing okay. here's here's the thing though he doesn't like, have a better option on unless unless you i i would argue I would argue that Cordero Patterson is a better option than Christian McCaffrey in his first week back. Yeah, honestly, I probably start uh, Cordell over McCaffrey this week, but only because he has that many options. So another thing to take note of, if you look at uh, Eric's bench offensively, he only has 1.3 points on the bench. If you discredit a kicker. I mean, he's still going to get points knocked off because he started the wrong kicker. Uh, because if anybody had on their bingo card the Dallas Cowboys getting their ass whooped by Denver, I would like to see that bingo card. Please see aforementioned comment about how this week makes no sense. No sense. Homie, Greg Zerline didn't even have a kick. I know. They were playing catch-up the entire time. No, 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 no. no. That implies that they had a shot at playing catch-up. They didn't even show up for the first three quarters. That's true. It's as if the Denver Broncos got rid of Von Miller and their defense just decided to be like, Oh. Oh, yeah. We have to do work. (laughs) What I'm hearing is that the entire Denver Broncos were just like, No. No, we didn't show up today. Von Miller's here. We're good. I mean, that's how I would go to work if I was on the Denver Broncos with Von Miller. <laughs> yeah, you know you know, Joe had a bad day when Cooper Cup only got 20 points. It's sad. It's so sad, but so true. Yeah, you got to love like you, your matchup with Joe. You look at his lineup and you're just like, oh, God, if Cooper Cup can just stay around 20 points, I've got a shot here. And then you realize that he also has Jamar Chase because Carlos is a trading wizard. And then wizard? you realize... Wizard. Wizard. Don't know if that's the word I use. It's not like Jamar Chase would have helped him win this week anyways, so... 
So let's do a standings check. We've got number one overall. Still. Big Daddy T! Well, that's just how we're referring to Tom for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> um, excuse me. Sorry. Uh, you Keep going. I have to do something. Oh, God. Got it. Uh, number two. If I, can, is, if I can remember how to do it. Is Joe. Joe at two. Three is Carlos. Four is Clyde. Up three spots this week. From I seven. did it. This will uh, be Coming in fifth is Eddie, who is edging me out by just about seven points. Uh, I am in sixth. Caesar is in seventh with my new favorite team name. And Dan stays in eighth despite beating me, and that feels great for me. <laughs> At least I got something. Um, and then there is... Matt in ninth, who is up a spot, swapping with Eric, who is now bringing up the rear. And uh, just to remind everyone, <laughs> we have a new name in the first place team slot. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead and enjoy that one. You can Thanks, Clyde. You can blame Bobby <laughs> Wagner for this because for the last six weeks I've been calling him Baby Bobby B. And uh, that's how I t name everybody these days. So Big Daddy T, there you go. So something to note about the standings um, is we have one, two, three, four, five, four and five teams. So half the league is four and five. We have one, five and four team, and that's Carlos. The bottom two teams are just three and six. So, like, in terms of playoff competition, it's still anybody's game at this point. We're all in contention. Tom's pretty much clinched at this point. He would have to lose out. But, I mean, there's a good chance that I'm going to be in the bottom three by the end of the Yes, there I, is. I don't like my chances because next week I don't have a running back. Not really. And then uh, I have to pray and hope like hell that David Montgomery salvages my team. Man, you know what I really want? I would not want to root that hard for a Bears player. <laughs> you know what I really want? <laughs> I think I think for us it would be more enjoyable than possibly the championship is if you, me, and Dan were all in the toilet bowl. I don't I'd even be... care who the fourth oh. team was. It would be too good. It the would... three wasn't bad. It would be great. The, I'm concerned... I'm concerned that the trash talk would become physical at that point. <laughs> like I would, I would open my door expecting an Amazon delivery, and it would just be a box of shit, and like that. Because you know, it would have to be. It would have to be you versus my, or you, you versus Dan, and me versus Matt. Like that's the only way it works out. And even if that's not the standings, that's what we would force it to be. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Tom's just Tom's just up there at his championship game, and it's just us down in the dirt, being like, "I don't want to get punished." <laughs> like Tom, like Tom's absolutely blowing out somebody in the championship game, and nobody's paying any bit of attention because the focus is on the shit show that is the bottom four. Ugh. I mean, it would make for a a, a pretty excellent gift storm. Oh God. <laughs> As long as I end up with the belt, I don't care. Look at it. Week 10. Woo! Who's excited about week 10? I don't even know who I'm playing for week 10, to be honest. Well, Tom, let me tell you. We'll start with your matchup. Uh, this week, uh, Big Daddy T is uh, playing Dan and Fueled by Spike. In a matchup that will most definitely be Fueled by Spike. 
Uh, going down the line, Eddie in I'm, Am I a Real Team Now? Answer, no. We'll be playing Eric, Red Rifle Association. I mean, uh, if he can't beat Eric, he doesn't deserve to be called a real team. He scored 120 points last night. I think the real team thing is out the window. 100, he scored 126, and, uh, and and Eric only scored like – oh, no, I'm sorry. I think you're right. Eddie Eric scored outscored Eric outscored Eddie. By 2.85 points. Yep. My so, point still stands. Just add Eric into that first comment. Valid. Your uh, point is acknowledged. This week, the Ayuk Revenge Tour, question mark, is facing uh, Carlos in Would Have Said No Way. Mike and the Hurt Locker, which I'm hoping will not be as hurt next week, question mark, is going to be facing... Probably not. Is going to be facing Cesar and paging Dr. Rogan. The and... Hurt Locker is paging Dr. Rogan for medical <laughs> advice. It's too late. It, the, the line's busy. Aaron Rodgers will not get off the phone thing uh selfish and asshole finally, <laughs> accurate statement uh pole assassins monkey will be facing mike's new favorite team name whom i will let him say mccanoodle my noodle clyde it's it's i am so going good, to call you <laughs> i'm gonna call you the canoodler for like the rest of your life it's so good. I can't even be bad at it. I genuinely love it. It's just so heartwarming. Like, I'm not sure I won't steal that the minute he changes it. <laughs> just, if you beat him, I need you to just, in the sleeper chat, just put canoodled. <laughs> done. Done. In this fictional scenario where I actually beat him this week, that will happen. Oh I my mean, god, I'm the projection is by four points, but you know, you're hitting a projection. Oh god, that is a that is a death knell if I've ever seen one. And that, my good friends, are the five matches of the week. Thoughts, discuss, canoodle. I don't think that means what you think it means. It doesn't. But I'm gonna use it in that form. Stop playing with your fucking mic cord. I can't help it just put your hand in your pants and play with your balls i don't know what else to tell you find something oh all right well uh i have to predict that i'm gonna beat dan although given his recent success i might be a tad worried fuck you dan borrowing that one for the week mike Let's see. Currently, oh, you need to take Jordan Love out of your lineup. That's why you are projected to lose by only six points. Uh, he, yeah, mm, mm, yeah. Kyler, I think, has mm, a projected twenty-five. So go ahead and add twenty-five. Uh, <laughs> Kyler is on by. If I'm Kyler's not on by. Oh no, he's not. He's got one more week before he's on by. I am too. I. Kyler's probably out this week because you are he's correct. Hurt. You are correct. Um, I have him in a different league, and I just have the bye week wrong. Um, so yeah, you may have to figure out what you're doing there, but you know, there's some good streaming options out there. If he if he doesn't play, he is projected at 25 points. I think once who are you playing? Who is this? This is Caesar. Uh. Yeah, you're probably going to win. Sorry, Caesar. Unless, you know, Mike's team implodes again. I think you are fine. Um, See, we've been here before. I've already <laughs> lost to him once. Just saying, let's not discount anything. <laughs> well, I still think you're going to win. Um, I think Eddie v. Eric is a pretty major toss-up, except for the fact that oh eric you have the worst luck in kickers you had you had robbie gold he got hurt uh greg zerline now has COVID. in case y'all didn't know um wait what really uh but thankfully for eric good as gold has 
come back to play. And while he may not have, may, you know, may not have done that great this past week, he's still very serviceable. Um, but he does lose Joe Mixon. I think I think Eddie's going to squeak this one out. Uh, Joe versus Caesar. I'm gonna have to go ahead and say that I think Joe is probably going to win this one. Um, given that he is currently projected to win by 20 points and he still has an IDP spot empty. And then that brings us last to Clyde versus Matt. Fuck you, Matt. I think you might have your money cut out for you, Clyde. We'll see. You got, oh, you got, I mean, you got a guy on COVID too. So, you know, fix that shit. Is, is he, is, uh, is Harrison he Smith? Yeah, Harrison, Harrison Smith. Smith is out. He'll be out because he is also unvaccinated, but not to the level that Aaron Rodgers is unvaccinated because Aaron Rodgers is the most unvaccinated. <laughs> you know, it appears that Matt has some empty roster spots, and that's just sad. Matt, you should fix that. You better. De- defensive pickups Why are a don't... thing. Somebody's on my side on this. Matt, be better, right? Because fuck you. Well, he also hasn't paid me my six-pack, so until he does... Yeah! Matt, be better. Fuck you, Matt. Nah, that doesn't have the same... Quite the same ring as fuck you, Dan, so... Fuck you, Dan! Yeah, fuck you, Dan! I think think we need to stick with uh, Matt, be better. Fuck you both. Fuck them all! Yeah, chaos, burn everything. Yeah, <laughs> I lost this week. <laughs> I think that takes us through all the matchups for this week. Uh, I, you know, it should be an interesting week, which is hard to say when I just keep winning. Um, but you know, I'm having fun. I know I didn't outwardly eye roll, but my brain flipped over in its in my in my skull. Just so you know. I felt it. It's okay. Oh, man. I enjoyed beating you last week. Did I tell you that? No, I already forgot because I'm already back to winning. Well, see, I was thinking about it. I was like, okay, so here's what happened. I lost to Dan and I beat Tom. So, essentially, I'm right at where I expected to be after those two weeks. I just got a different win than I was expecting. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, Dan. Yeah, fuck you, Dan. Fuck you, Matt. All right. <laughs> you surprised me with another one. <laughs> I couldn't get there fast enough. My brain was stuck on something else. I'm out of whiskey. We got to go get some Frosties. Hey. Yeah, I'm not even going to say anything mean after that one. So uh, everybody just go get some ice cream. You know, uh, Wendy's that would be five dollars for a sponsorship. Five dollars for a sponsorship, or free frosty. If... I'm not saying infinite supply. I'm just saying a frosty for each of us. That's the payment. Bye.